Hey there, fellow travel lovers, and welcome to Wanderlust at 35 Plus, the podcast that explores travel during our peak season of life. I'm your host, Stephanie Ritz, an entrepreneur and full-time traveler, and I'll be your guide on this incredible adventure. If you're at a point in life where you're craving more excitement, exploration, and unforgettable moments, you're in the right place, my friend. This is your ticket to discovering the world and redefining what it means to live life to the fullest. In each episode, I'll share practical tips for making travel a lifestyle and take you behind the scenes of travel life as I share the ups and downs of life abroad. So whether you're a seasoned traveler looking for fresh inspo or just starting to dream of making travel a lifestyle, Wanderlust at 35 plus is your compass to a life well-traveled and filled with adventure, and maybe even a little shenanigans. Let's go. Hey, hey, travel friend. Today, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of my very first international business class flight that I scored for $234.10. This is part of the Posh on a Penny series where I'll be sharing tips for saving money or earning points on your elevated travel style. My friend, I grew up in Philly and spent my summers vacationing at the Jersey Shore. Nothing wrong with that. I have some great childhood memories from the campfires and boardwalk, but OMG, I had no idea how bougie travel could be until I figured out how to become a travel hacking Jedi. When I would see those movies like The Holiday or The Wedding Date, where they had pods or had beds on the plane, in my mind, I thought those were some special rich people airlines, not regular commercial airlines. I was clueless about what happened at the front of the plane. To me, premium economy seats with extra legroom was high class living. And then I flew business class on Air France. So this is how it went down. I found this amazing flight deal from New York to Lisbon with a stopover in Paris. I was coming from Florida, so I took a JetBlue flight into JFK and then made the mistake of dragging my 10 tons of luggage through the terminals to get to the international terminals. I was seriously a hot mess. If you ever fly in domestic before taking an international flight out of JFK, Book one of those carts to take you to your terminal or grab a cab. Trust me, it's definitely worth whatever the cost is. So when I finally got to the terminal, I was able to quickly and easily check my bags in the business class express line and then made my way through security. As with most international business class flights, I received lounge access. And where I was in the terminal, the lounge was combined with three different airlines. Honestly, it wasn't very impressive and the staff was less than friendly, but I had a nicer place to relax, drink, and eat for free. And because this was an overnight flight, I actually had the option of eating my meal in the lounge, the same exact meal as I would have been served on board. So I took that option. I had a lovely four-course meal with appetizers, cheese, a delicious entree, desserts, champagne, the works. So I filled my belly and relaxed before making my way to check-in. And not gonna lie, when I walked up, I was like, WTF? 
people were crammed in line, which wrapped all the way around the adjacent convenience store. And it took some polite shoving to get through to the business class line. The New Yorkers were irritated. There was delay in the boarding and people were shoving. It was just chaos and everybody was just generally miserable. And it was at that moment that I was particularly relieved to be in business class because our line was nothing compared to economy, which I thought was going to turn into fight club if the boarding was delayed much longer. So once I boarded and I saw my pod, the stress just melted away as I settled in. I admit, I felt a little uncomfortable and even like with what to do with myself. I had to watch the other passengers to see what they were doing and figure out all the little nuances of the pod. Imposter syndrome definitely hit me. Like, what am I even doing in this bougie-ass seat? I've taken a lot of flights since that first one, so I have more clarity on what to do and what to expect. And in looking back, I definitely felt that the airline staff was actually not very friendly on this particular flight. And that was not the case on any other Air France flight I've been on. So it could have just been a rough day for them dealing with the rowdy New Yorker crowd. I had a hard time understanding their French accents when they were offering me things pre-flight, which I'm sure was annoying to them as well. And then soon after takeoff, I got a massive headache, which I rarely get. I'm not really prone to headaches. But the flight attendants immediately got me some Tylenol and then checked in on me. They were very helpful for the rest of the flight. I enjoyed a couple of movies on my big ass screen in my pod and then laid my seat all the way back to get some sleep. Now, I'm a terrible sleeper and I'm a side sleeper, so this particular seat didn't quite give me enough room to fully fall asleep but I was able to comfortably rest, which was really, really nice. I had a lovely and very French breakfast before we landed with a croissant, fruit, and yogurt. And once we landed, I didn't have a long layover. And again, experience has taught me that Charles de Gaulle Airport is not the easiest to navigate. But I was able to spend about an hour in the Air France lounge, which was very posh. When you have time, you can even get a free Clarins facial at the lounge. I had a lot of food and beverage options in the lounge before catching my quick flight to Lisbon. The line chaos was the same for this flight as it was for the first, but less people. It's not like this everywhere, but it has been a pattern for Air France flights. I had a seat in first class, and on flights where you have a first or business class ticket, they typically leave the seat next to you open if you don't have a pod, so that you have more space to stretch out if you're flying solo. I was on a smaller plane with 3-3 seating, so I had a window seat, the middle seat was open, and then someone was in the aisle seat. They served a delicious lunch, which at that point, I was about to explode from all the food over the last 12 hours. It was an easy flight, my bags came out quickly, which they tend to do when you fly business class, and I was on my way to enjoy Lisbon. So let me finish by telling you about this flight deal. In advance of starting my digital nomad life, I did a lot of research and prep into how to maximize my dollars and travel in a way that felt aligned for me. Through this process and some help from my travel community, I went all in on learning as much as humanly possible about how to be posh on a penny. So I was able to cash in on an award ticket with Air France by transferring points from my American Express credit card. 
I couldn't believe how easy it was and that I was literally spending under 235 bucks on this flight, where I literally saved on a hotel night since it was an overnight flight, and I got dinner in the lounge with some nice champagne, breakfast on the plane, snacks in the lounge, I could have gotten a free facial but didn't, and lunch on the second flight. I could barely get a domestic flight from Philly to Florida for 235 bucks. So this whole experience blew my mind. And the fast pass through check-in and the priority boarding, which became much more of a priority than I realized it would be with all the ruckus in the terminals, and the high-touch experience and seating, I knew how I'd be flying from then on. I was absolutely addicted to the bougie travel lifestyle. I can't wait to share more tips and strategies with you on how you can save money on your elevated travel style and become posh on a penny like me. To make sure you don't miss any money-saving tips, be sure to subscribe and tune in every Tuesday and Friday for another episode. Until next time, my friend, cheers to champagne on the plane. Thanks for listening and being a part of our Wanderlust at 35 Plus Travel Community. I hope you're feeling inspired and excited to start planning your next adventure. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed our travel chat, a five-star rating and review goes a long way in helping other travel lovers to find us. My friend, this is the perfect time to write your own travel story. So whether you're a newbie, a seasoned explorer, or a solo traveler, now is the time to fulfill those travel dreams and start making memories. Until next time, remember, life is short, but the world is wide. Let's make every moment count. Safe travels, and I'll see you on the next episode of Wanderlust at 35 Plus.